Hey everyone, welcome back to Legally Teaching Engineer Sports. I'm Dylan here with Sam and Max Boga. It is already October 11th. Today will be Wednesday, and we are all the way to episode 56. Hey, hey, hockey town. As you can see, we're all sporting English D. I'm just kidding. This is the wing wheel. <laughs> Max. Oh, Max. there it is. Oh, oh there, it there it is. I am Sam Schultz. Hey. One of us had to have it on. <laughs> I had on my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's gonna be our NHL preview. We're probably gonna talk quite a bit about the Red Wings. Um, I just saw a goal in the background on Sam's TV. He's watching the Lightning and the Predator. The Lightning are up one nothing currently. Um, love that. Night in America. Let's get okay. it. I love it. I love it. What else are you doing tonight, Sam? Uh, so we got our roundtable talk. Going to talk about a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and then we got some uh, Renity now and Sam's cooler talk, and we'll get out of here. Yep, nailed it. Uh, with that, let's just get it going. Hey, hey, hockey town. Nothing like it. The school goal horn for the Red Wings. Love that. People are going to be like, F&A, man. Turn that shit down. <laughs> By the way, this is... Title of this podcast, Max? Hey, hey, Hockey Town. That is the episode. Oh, what is the title of this podcast? Legally Teaching and Engineer Sports. Good job. I forgot to say it when we started. Sometimes oh. I'll do that. But yeah, this is Legally Teaching and Engineer Sports. If you clicked on the YouTube link, you probably already knew that. If you're on Spotify, you... Most definitely probably knew that. So, yeah. <laughs> Threw me for a loop there. I don't know. Like, Gotta keep you on your toes. Do you have someone on the back of your jersey? I do. Former Red Wing, Tyler Bertuzzi. Ooh, that's how, that's badass. Where did you get that? Uh, shout out to Brad Viola. Uh, he gifted all of us a jersey, and he got this. You know, guys know, like, um, DH Gate. Have you ever heard of DH Gate? Yep, yep. Yeah, it's from DHK. It's like the D is like down by my balls a little bit, so it's a little bit lower. And <laughs> like, mine. like he got our other roommate Mark Kishko, uh, Poshnok jersey, but the Poshnok was like tilted, so it was like going up. <laughs> so they're all like kind of like misfunctioned, but still very sweet. So very nice. I like it. Um, speaking of which, shout out to a couple of random listeners, uh, a couple of GHLs. Shout out to Mr. Mac Diver. And shout out to Mr. Rod Kashner. Uh, thank you both for always listening. And remember, if you comment on YouTube, you have a shot now to ES Prize of Sam's Choice. All right, let's get into some roundtable. I will let Sam kick it off here. You definitely shouldn't. I watched maybe 30 seconds of sports this entire week. <laughs> Honestly, you're just doing what we think you do. Um, you know, legally teaching engineer sports. We don't believe that you watch a ton of sports, so this is good. We can see hockey on behind you, though. Yeah, I so I'll have, hockey is probably the number one sport I watch, and it's because it's on ESPN Plus, so I have access to it. So fair. Uh, well, then I'll roll the ball for you. What What are your thoughts on the MLB playoffs so far? I saw the Braves caught a ball and threw it in, and everybody was hype about it. But I, mean, I would say North so Phillies being stupid and like you know 
watch. Yeah. <laughs> don't know. Don't really know what Bryce Harper was doing. He must have been lost in the sauce. And I know what he was doing. He was trying to get in the scoring position, but still, they blew a four nothing lead with their oh. probably their best pitcher on the mound. So tough, tough for the Phillies there. Yeah. Uh, there's a dude for Barstool. His name's Max. Big fat kid, long hair. Can't stand him. He's a degenerate Philadelphia fan. I've watched a few videos of him being really sad and upset when the Braves won last night, and it brings me a little bit of joy. So that was neat. Um, I also I saw the Diamondbacks killing two zero on the Dodgers. The Rangers are also two zero on the Orioles. Sam, I think you might have the Orioles. Yeah, it's fine. They're fine. Going back to kids. Going back to Texas tonight. So yeah. Uh, Nathan Evaldi on the mound and probably their best pitcher starting tonight for the Rangers. So could could be the end of things for the Orioles. We'll see. Um, but I think the MLB playoffs have been pretty good. Some upsets. Um, all the wild card were all sweeps, all two O's. Um, yeah, Diamondbacks is probably the biggest surprise, Sam. And then that'd be cool. It would be cool. I agree. And the Astros are beating the Twins right now. Uh, so they would go up two to one. Max, any thoughts from your perspective on the baseball playoff so far? Uh, not really. I mean, you guys kind of said everything. Arizona would be my biggest shock, and like I'm not against it. Sweet, it would be sweet to see him. Even though I did have the Dodgers going all the way, it's all right though. But I think it it'd still be cool to see Arizona make a little run at it. I don't think they've ever won a World Series, have they? Diamondbacks have. Yeah. They have. Okay. All right. Yep. Never mind then. Um. Yeah. But yeah, it's cool. They had the guy in the Diamondbacks was Luis Gonzalez. I can still picture it. Uh, single over Derek Jeter's head. I think to win it all. Walk off. It was pretty wild. Um. But yeah. Baseball. It's heating up. Looking forward to see it moving forward. Um. I'll do one. We didn't talk about this last week. We should have. Matt Shepard is finally gone from Bally Sports. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh. So Bally's gonna hire a new, uh, lead. Play-by-play announcer for Bali for the Tigers. Um, Shepard's out. They claim they're going to keep like the mixed match of Monroe, Gibson, and I guess that's kind of it. And uh, Maven, supposedly. Um, but they're on the hunt for someone new. Any thoughts from either of you on that? Uh, yeah, he doesn't have to be in or around or from Detroit. I could care less about that as long as he's got a good voice and can facilitate a baseball game. I don't want any more dead second, 30 second pauses where I'm watching three pitches go by before Matt Shepard goes. That's oh, a nice day for baseball today. I don't need that anymore. Okay. I don't need that. Uh, Sam, any thoughts? Oh, uh, yeah. Every day I'm happy I can't actually watch. <laughs> I, mean, I couldn't watch that fair nonsense. Point. That was a fair point. Um, yeah. So I guess my, just you say that, Max. And, it was Miggy's second to last bat, at bat, or maybe his last at bat. And he, Shepard, literally just let that bat happen, which I like. I think it's okay, maybe, because I think he knew he's so bad that he's going to screw it up. So I respect it. But you know, for sure, like a good announcer would have made that a, a great, like he would have set it up. You know, he would have we'll, we'll talked you through it. But nah, Shepard just did not say a word. And that just indicated how poor of an announcer he was. He knew the writing was on the wall. Yeah. So, um, Max, give us something. Uh, so you kind of sprinkled at it. So right now we got all major sports, I say, are about to rip it. So do you guys agree with this being the best time of the year? The month of October to November, I would say. Best time of the year. Sam? 
I mean, yeah, my birthday's kind of mixed in there, so I can't say no to this time of year. It's pretty good. Uh, I don't know. I almost like, you know, April. I like the April a little bit more. So Okay, so you have the other side of it. So you got yeah. hockey playoffs, NBA yeah. playoffs. I enjoy hockey baseball playoffs way more started. than baseball bit playoffs. So. But you don't have any football. And I'm okay with that. Okay. Dylan? Yeah, so one thing I've learned in the last year doing this podcast with Sam, he's not that big of a football fan. Um, <laughs> he skipped out on fantasy in the last second. He has <laughs> motion to watch the NFL end or college, and he constantly refers to soccer. <laughs> No, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is definitely the best time of the year for sports for me. Uh, number two being probably March Madness. And then my third would be with Sam. Uh, that April, that April, early May, where they have playoffs for baseball, hockey, and then baseball just kicking off. No, basketball and hockey, and then baseball just kicking off. Max, what about you? I would agree. This is probably the best time of year. You have every single major sport is about to be up and running. So if you're a sports fan, you can find something to watch on a given night whether it be Sam's hockey or if you're a basketball person, there's going to be basketball on shortly. So it's probably the best time of the year. No doubt. And then going off yeah. of that, speaking Hallelujah. of college football, Sam, did you see what happened to Miami Hurricanes? Let's go Georgia Tech. So you did. Yeah. I so. should get like so many more points for that. Pick. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're the athlete, or if you're the that don't know, all Miami <laughs> had to do was kneel the ball. Ball, and they would have won against Georgia Tech this past weekend. But inside on third and 10, they decide to run the ball up the middle. They fumble. Georgia Tech covers. They score a touchdown, no seconds left, win the game. A fifth touchdown, like, too. Do you fire your head coach? Yeah. I mean, I, I would. I call Anthony was pretty sad. He's a big Miami, Florida guy. I think that's a fireable offense. I mean, it's pretty base football one on one basic stuff. So, Dan Campbell, yeah, it was ball. pretty negligible. Just saying, it was pretty I mean, negligible. I would have lost the TV if that was my team because there goes their college football hopes or playoff hopes. Out not Georgia Tech, though. <laughs> so true. So true. I mean, all I know is that we had that game on mute so we didn't know exactly what was going on because i wasn't paying attention that clock we had michigan i think was still ending and the baseball playoffs were on so that was like our third tier tv and no volumes we didn't really understand what was going on i saw the touchdown pass went crazy it took me like three hours later to go on twitter and realize how bad that really was for miami um it's unfortunate but uh to that point sam or max did you guys notice the usc game against uh who did they play they played washington arizona arizona state arizona arizona okay yeah, that's wild that was a wild one double overtime um yeah triple Had the ball on like inside the five first and goal and couldn't score and then the botched kick it's quality stuff <laughs> they played Notre Dame this weekend i don't know if they're in trouble but they might be um, we'll do the picks on that tomorrow. Uh, I guess anything else from college football from either of you? I'll say some of my thoughts on college football. Max hit my big one with the Miami game. Um, I think Michigan's the best team in the country. I think Georgia's the second best team in the country. And then I think there's a bit of a gap between Penn State and Ohio State. I think those two are the next like tier. And then I think it's even wider gap between uh, five, six, seven, eight. I think um, Michigan... Penn State, Ohio State, and Georgia are 
shoulders above everyone else. And then Michigan and Georgia have a couple like chin lengths, I think, ahead of Ohio State and Penn State right now. Any thoughts from you two on that? I mean, I would agree. I personally think Michigan is. I've been waiting for Michigan to surpass Georgia the last couple of weeks, the way Georgia's been playing, just how Michigan's been steamrolling teams. Michigan may not be the flashiest or go get those chunk plays, but next thing you know, you look up, scores 42 to 10. Like, it's been like that the last three weeks. So, It'll, time will come. Time will show it. It's all right. Sam? Yeah, I mean, just from seeing the scores at the end of the day, Michigan's consistency compared to what Georgia's doing right now, I think, you know. And then, like you said, Don, I don't think Penn State, Ohio State, and whoever, Clemson, Texas, whatever else is down there is just not there. I think it's, it's tough. Yeah, yeah. so I think, I think Ohio State and Penn State have the opportunities, though, to be there. Um, just by the eye test right now, it's Michigan and Georgia are a little bit higher. Um, I think Georgia looked really good last week in their defense. They looked real good against Kentucky. So, I don't know. We'll see going forward. Michigan's got obviously got some huge games, a couple of huge games. Um, Georgia has a couple of big ones as well. So, it'll it'll all work itself out. Um, before we move on to our different segment, uh, shout out to Lake Orion. The Dragons, 7-0 now after beating another rival, Clarkston, uh, 42-21. So the Dragons have two more weeks left of football before they go to the playoffs. So best of luck to our Lake Orion Dragons. Um, anything else from either of you? My last thing is I hope we get flag football in the Olympics. Hey. That would be fantastic. <laughs> I would love to see like football. What? So you do like football. Flag football. I'd love to see Tyreek Hill out there just burning some dudes from Canada. <laughs> I think it would be pretty sweet because there are a lot of foreigners that still are like over here that can claim their nationality. I think it would be a pretty sweet sport to put into the Olympics. I think it would be entertaining. Yeah, I agree. I think you'd have some dudes out there, like a lot of like I don't know, like Italy. Italy just had a Super Bowl, right? I mean, yeah, yep. Italy, so but there's like loopholes and stuff where you can like. Your third grandpa was from Ireland, so you can claim you're Irish and be the Olympics. Like, isn't that oh, true? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. We have that soccer right now. I mean, USA's yeah. getting dude from England. So, yeah, absolutely. There's definitely loopholes and stuff like that. So, I think it could be pretty competitive, actually. And the superstars are not going to play. You're not going to risk your millions and millions of dollars on a, an ACL tear during the Olympics during playing flag football. Yeah, you might cock your head and say, oh, Tyreek said I'm in. but No, I'm not even going there. The NBA does it. They haven't been, players really. haven't been doing it lately. I think, I think you'll get you would maybe not get like a Tyreek Hill, but you would get like an older, well-known player that would do it. If that makes sense, Elise Raymond. No, like a Calvin Kamara or Alvin Kamara or whatever his name is from New Orleans Saints, where he's kind of like starting to get washed out in the NFL, but he's still good. You could see that type of name. That's actually a good point. Like I could see Calvin Johnson walking onto a flag football field and still kicking ass. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's fair. All right. Good one, Sam. Um, and then the last thing, just make sure both of you go out and get a Powerball ticket. It's the second highest ever been at $1.73 billion right now. So get out there and get your Powerball tickets. When's the next draw? I believe it's Wednesday. But don't quote me. Quote, quote Matt Iwanski. So make sure you get your ticket. <laughs> With that, we're actually going to flip it up a bit and do Sam's Cooler Talk questions right now. 
Oh, so, shoot. Oh, shoot. Sam's Cooler Talk questions are sponsored by Modelo. Looking for a crisp lager that's moderate on calories and masterful on flavor? Look no further than Modelo Especial. Modelo Especial is more than just a summer Mexican sipper. It's the official beer of the Saturday morning soccer parents. And Thursday night, it's almost the weekend celebratories. Stop into your local Meyer or like-minded grocery store to grab yourself some Modelo Especial. A cerveza straight to the cerveza. All right, Sam. All the questions are coming from me this week, so they're going to get downright dirty. It could be. I don't really know. I wrote them along. Like seven beers deep. I'm very excited. Question one. <laughs> Ugliest athlete you could think of. Mm, ugliest athlete I can think of, I would say Troy Palomalu. Ooh. Head and shoulders, nice. I like you it. I like the head and shoulders. <laughs> uh, best sporting event to be a soft pretzel. Hockey, kind of cold. It's warm. Ooh, all right. I like that. Um, <laughs> least favorite Oscoda soccer player ever. <laughs> uh, I don't remember his name. I can literally like see his face. Um, that tall, skinny kid, blonde hair. I can't think of his name. I don't remember half those kids' names, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, who cares? Fuck them. <laughs> All right. That's how I'm irrelevant they were to me. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Right. How long could you last skating around a hockey rink without a stick and you can't stop moving? I'm talking hours. Uh, how, many hours? how many hours? I would say at least four. Four hours. And if you think this will not become a punishment in the near future, <laughs> there's open skates yeah. everywhere and it's that season. All right. <laughs> All right, last one. Water urinal at a sporting event. Are you a PPP here? No. Okay. Are you sure? <laughs> Definitely no. Okay. All right. Well done, Sam. Sam's cooler talk. Remember, if you want to hop in and ask Sam a question, just send us a message. All right. Um, let's do starting out last this week. So we'll do our NHL preview, the main entree. Let's get to it, boys. Hey, hey, hockey town, episode 56 of Legally Teaching Engineer Sports. We're going to make some bold predictions for the NHL. We're going to make some bold predictions for the Red Wings. We're going to talk maybe who gets to the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. We'll pick a Stanley Cup champion. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Max, get the ball rolling. Uh, snaps to Barry Melrose. Well, maybe not snaps. He's officially retiring for being an analyst. This year he just got diagnosed with Parkinson's, so it's kind of sad, but snaps to him. It was over 50 years of being in the NHL, so it's a pretty legendary career. Um, if you either can name one of the teams he played with, I will give you a dollar. LA Kings. No. Sam. Edmonton Oilers. Close. He was the coach for the LA Kings when Wayne Gretzky was there, Dylan. So I'll give you that. He was the coach. But he played for the Detroit Red Wings was one of them. I did not know that. <laughs> I knew he played for Winnipeg and Toronto, but I did not know he played for the Detroit Red Wings. So nice. Those are his three teams, but other than that, that's all I got to kick it off. I don't know where you want me to go with that. All right. Um, that's not bad. Where do the Red Wings play in mid-November? And it's not the US. Sam. It's not the US. Are they or doing Canada. like a it's in Canada? Not Canada. Not the North oh. America. Not, not North America. Uh Switzerland. No, it's uh, it's Sweden, right? 
Correct. Good job. Yes. I go to Sweden to play two games. Uh, it's against the Maple Leafs and maybe the Canes. Shoot. Max shaking his head. So that seems right. Um. Okay. So I think we kind of just get right into maybe do some Red Wings talk. What are either of your thoughts? Give me a bold prediction. Give me how you think they're going to finish. Just give me something on the Red Wings, Sam. I think they draft it well. They got the new dude, uh, and they also trade it well. So they got the Brink Cat. I don't know how to say his last name. So looking forward to that this year. That should be pretty solid. Uh, I think I think they're going to be better. Is this the bold prediction part, or just still better? Like just talk. Do whatever you want. I, I'm. It's an open book. <laughs> I know. Last year I said they're going to make the playoffs, and they're going to. I think I might have even said they might sweep the team. I'm going to stay optimistic and actually stick with that, honestly, in terms of Red Wings this year. I think not only – I think they have to make the playoffs, right? Like, they have to. But I think with the Lions doing so well, I think it's time for Detroit sports to start again. And it started with the Lions, and now here come the Red Wings. I love it. So make the playoffs. Yes. All right. Um. I give as much value to our NHL preview as I do to our MLB playoff predictions. Not much. Not just on what Sam said, but what I also will contribute to this discussion. Um, and even though Max sometimes still puts his ice hockey skates on, throws his hand up. By the way, shout out to Max for referencing his first uh, two two games over the weekend. Um, but I still put little to no value on everything, anything he's going to say either. So with that, <laughs> what do you have to say about the Red Wings? Uh, so I think the Red Wings are going to be a lot better. Their lineup, projected lineup, I'll read you their four centers. It's going to go Larkin, JT Comfort, Andrew Comp, and Joe Valero as their fourth center. I think that's a solid center lineup. And then you got Alex Brinkett playing with Dylan Larkin. Two hometown kids. That's going to be, I feel like it's pretty, pretty sick. And then JT Confer gets played with Lucas Raymond. It's going to be, top two lines sound pretty good. And so, question. Go is David Perron going to line up with uh, Larkin? With Larkin, he's playing right wing. Nasty Jeff. line, very nasty line, because Perron's, he's a dude who can facilitate and finish, so that's real nasty. Second line projected, of course, is Robbie Fabry, JT Confer, and Lucas Raymond. And then third line, is uh Michael Rasmussen, Andrew Comp, and Daniel Sprong. That's a good grind line. I like that a lot. Yeah, that that for a third line is still very good. And then you you don't even mention their D. You got you got Cider back there. Yep, playing with Wallman and then Ben Sherratt, who they just picked up, and Jeff Petrie. Petrie. Yeah. Forgot about Sherratt. a great addition. So, and then their goalies, they have all three listed because they don't know who's going to be their number one. So it's Huso, Reamer, and Lyon, and they're all going to be splitting, but that'll be Huso, though. I hope, right? The start, I feel, yeah. But um, so last year, Rowings finished with eighty points. So my prediction for them this year is to get to ninety points. So that's only four more wins. They're going to have a winning record. They were two below last year, so they'll have a winning record this year. And uh, I can see them making it to the Eastern Conference Finals with a little razzle dazzle, a little young young gun. I can see it happening. I'm just going to leave it. I there. like it. I would put a little more stock in the things Max says, I guess. He seems to have done some research. So that that's helpful. Um, that's good. Good stuff, Max. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, like, I've read a lot of things. I really, I did research as well. Hockey is so hard. Like, starting out, you just don't know. 
I think NBA is a lot easier because you have you have the stars, right? And your stars are going to produce X amount of wins every year. Yeah, you might not know if the Celtics can finish third or first and finish between them, but they're going to be top three, four in the East. It just is what it is. Whereas the hockey, I, I don't know. Like Boston lost a lot. Um, the East is loaded. It's gross. I think the West is top, some top heaviness, but I think the, the Wings would have fared, favor, fared better in the West this year. However, I think they make the playoffs. However, there's going to be two. I see this as two ways. If they ho- start hot, I think, and they keep going, keep that momentum going for most of the year, they're going to add a big name either at the trade deadline or in the form of the signing of the free agent who's hip surgery right now, Patrick Kane. I could see the wings making a run for him if they start hot. Um, and if they do that, then they get into the playoffs or they sign a free or you know, sign Patrick Kane or they make a trade. They got it's the trade deadline for me that will decide the Red Wings outlook for the rest of the year. They gotta add a, maybe a big name on defense or at the wing or someone who can score along with the Prinkat, Larkin, along like those likes. Um it starts slow though. My bold prediction for the Red Wings is Derek Lalonde gets shit canned <laughs> uh, at some point during the year. It just is what it is. I respect that. I can see it happening. I can see it, yeah. Obviously, though, I'm with you, Max. I hope, and I think they could make the Eastern Conference Finals with, with the right matchup, right? So it's it's so dependent on who you're playing and everything. Uh, I'm excited. Sam, I, I'm with you. Hockey's awesome. I would really like to get some games this year. I went to zero Red Wings games last year, so my goal is to go to some Red Wings games. Um, my goal is to get out to a Hurricane, Hurricanes game before I leave North Carolina. How far is Raleigh? Two hours. Okay, not horrible. So you got a Saturday night game or something? Yep. All right. Um. Okay, so we all hope the Ravens make the playoffs. We all think the Ravens can make the playoffs. I agree. I think they can. Just need it to be a hot start, in my opinion. Um. Well, let's do like a bold prediction for generally the NHL guys. Uh, Sam, we'll start with you. Or, or Max, your hands up. Go ahead. Oh, Um. so it's kind of – out there, it's not really for like the NHL, but rookie of the year this year. I'm gonna call it you can call it a homer pick. But Fantilli is currently fourth best odds to win it at plus 2,000. Uh, Connor Bedard is minus 120. Cool. So, as a betting man, I think they're about the same. And the reason Bedard or Fantilli fell in the draft is beside me, and he should have went number two. He's absolutely disgusting. So I would, if I was a betting man, I'd put money on uh, Fantilli to win Rookie of the Year at plus 2,000. I like it. I like it a lot. The second best odds in the NHL to win Rookie of the Year is Mr. Hughes. Luke. He technically did not have a rookie season. He only played in the playoffs. So it's gonna, it could be the same thing as Matty Beniers, who just played in the playoffs last year and came back and dominated. So I could see that also happening. So... The two Michigan men to win Rookie of the Year besides Bedard. That's my bold prediction. I like it. No, I mean, uh, Bernier, like you, said, just, like you said, just won it. So I think it'd be pretty cool to see two Michigan men right in a row. Um, really awesome to see. Sam, what is your bold prediction? Uh, yeah, I don't think – it's unfortunate where Bedard ended up with Chicago. But I don't think – just because hockey is such a team sport that he's going to struggle – heavily this year and i don't know if he'll play the full year or not with chicago like they might just drop him down and see what happens there 
But my bold prediction, I called it last year with the Kraken making the playoffs. This year, the Kraken win the Stanley Cup is my bold prediction. I like it. I like it. I would say they're not even going to make the playoffs, so it's out of a lot. Um, that was a really good pick, Sam. We were, we were rooting, I was rooting for you kind of then there. Um, when it, the way the playoffs kind of shook out, I don't remember the Kraken loses to the no, the Kraken lost to the Stars, didn't they? They lost to the Stars, and the Stars lost to the um, yeah. the eventual. The Kraken lost lost the energy, but yeah, but yeah, still good. Who do you either of you remember who Vegas beat in the finals? It was uh, uh, bad. They just showed it on the TV. I don't know. I don't recollect I don't losers. I don't recollect losers. I really don't remember, actually. We need, we need stati- statistician to be looking this stuff up for us live action when we do these things. Um, I, would, I would say it was like the... Uh, it was the Panthers. Panthers, yeah. They, they got 4-0 or something, right? 4-1. 4-1. Yeah, without Tchuk, right? He didn't play. Yes. Effort, yeah. He's for good call. Um, all right. So that's a good bold prediction, Sam. I like it. Sticking with the Kraken. I'm gonna go with a couple bold bold predictions. <laughs> so tonight it's hockey's on ESPN. It's the first night where it's Tuesday night. We're doing recording this. Um, Sam, you can see behind him the Lightning are playing the uh, Predators, and in the booth is Max's favorite ESPN guy, John Butchergrass. Um, my bold prediction is that he will find a way to get fired before the end of the year. I agree. He'll he'll get a drunk and disorderly. He'll do hard drugs. He'll do a slur. He'll say something very racial. He'll do something. Butcher Gross will get fired. That is more like it. He'll say something like a jackass on air, and he's gone. Yeah, yeah, John. You can't since you're on ESPN. You can't say what I'm about to say. But fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's my first bullet prediction. (laughs) My second bullet prediction: Ovechkin. 38 years old, has 822 goals. Um, He needs 72 more to tie Wayne Gretzky. He's going to score 40 this year. He signed through 2026. He's going to play the rest of his contract. You know it. And he scores 40, which puts him, puts him 32 back, which means he only needs 16 for the following two years. So I think he put him at 40. He doesn't even need to do that well with three more or yeah, with three seasons, counting this one right now. Wow. Yeah. I know. That could happen. I'm rooting for it. I, I like it. I like Alex Ovechkin. So plays hard. Saw a video of him trucking someone playing uh, Russian professional soccer over the summer. So he's just a wild guy. I read a quote. So I was looking for the quotes, and uh, Ovechkin quote was, I, "I tint my visor so I can see all the hot ladies out there." <laughs> Without them knowing, I'm looking at them. You know, like the sunglasses. <laughs> one of the one of the Capitals rookies this year wasn't even born. It was like Ovechkin played two years before the kid was born. That's how long he's been in the NHL. That's crazy. That's gross, actually. I mean, 38 years old, that would make sense. So, And he probably started at 18, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. 20 years wild. Um. All right, let's give our uh, Eastern and Western Conference final matchups, and then we'll do the Stanley Cup champion, champion right after that. So, Sam, I'll start with you. Give me your Eastern and Western. Mm. So I know I said crack, but they're not going to be a part of this. That's just bold. You said make the playoffs. Uh, you're allowed to say that. <laughs> I think it's going to be honestly. I would like it if it obviously Red Wings, but I think it's going to be the Devils. I think New Jersey comes back a little bit stronger this year, and they make a nice deep run. And then from the Western, I would take. Um, 
I mean, it's pretty wide open, honestly, over there, I think, personally. But Colorado is probably just going to be right back there. Fair enough. Who you, uh, then who do you have hoisting the cup? I think it'd be cool to see the Devils do it. Honestly, like, they still got, you know, the Hughes bros. That'd be sweet to see them out there lifting the cup together. Oh, I agree. They're very young and very fast and fun to watch. So that's a good pick. I like it a lot. Max? Um, so in the Eastern Conference, I have Pittsburgh. It's going to be a shitty Eastern Conference final for us because I have the Red Wings there playing Pittsburgh. But I think Pittsburgh wins. They added Eric Carlson, Riley Smith. They still have Malkin. They still have Crosby. They got dogs. So I think they sneakily figured out their lineup. And if they can figure out their goalie, it's Jari right now. But if he stays healthy, he's good. Some things can happen. And in the West, give me the Oilers. Because I love McDavid. I love Drozdale. They got Zach Hyman, Michigan man. And also, you guys may not know the name, but Ben Gleason. I played with Ben Gleason when I was like 16. He went on to play with Honey Baked. Now he's in the Edmonton Oilers organization. So give me the Edmonton Oilers to win the Stanley Cup and Ben Gleason gets to touch it. Badass. I like that a lot. Um, well, this is a bummer. Max and I have the exact same Stanley Cup final and exact same Stanley Cup champion. Um, I did How? How? <laughs> I have the Penguins to beat the Rangers in the East. I think the New York Rangers are a good team. Uh, they were good last year. They'll stay good. Um they actually have the Oilers to beat the Columbus Blue Jackets in the Western Conference Finals. Columbus is loaded with talent. Um, I said it last year, like Johnny Goudreau, they have the other dude they trade it for. Uh, he's nasty, but I forget his name. And then like Max and Fantilli and Wierenski. Uh, they're a very good team. Got rid of Babcock. Got rid of his old ass, so that's good, Creeper. Um, and yeah, I already said it, but I'll take the Oilers to beat the Penguins in the Stanley Cup Finals. It's written down. It's typed up. This is... Not me just imitating. <laughs> the Penguins are an interesting team, honestly, with Max rattling off who's on that team still. I mean, it's still got people back from when it, you know, it was Red Wings Penguins back to back and forth for several years there. That's why I don't think they do it. They're just too old. They need to retire. Leave. I think that you can call them old, but it's the same thing as Ovechkin. Crosby yeah, but Ovechkin is a breed of his own. Ovechkin. So is Sidney Crosby. No, Sidney Crosby will forever be baby Crosby. He can't do anything. It's pretty nice. I mean, yeah, yeah. I agree. I can't freaking stand the Penguins, Sam, but I think the addition of Eric Carlson, they're going to be pretty good. And they still have a tang. Like you said, Malkin, Crosby, they got some young bucks. I don't know. I hope not. Obviously, I'm rooting for the Red Wings to win the Stanley Cup. No doubt about that. So uh, if you want to know, Sam, the Lightning just scored over your shoulder. Oh, that's 2 2. <laughs> but looking forward to NHL. I think hockey's fun to watch. I'm excited to have like the Pistons and on during the week, and you still got our lines are hot, and Sam already said they're eating right now, so I can hope they continue to eat. Um, we didn't mention it, but we were in Ford Field, boots on the ground. Amazing atmosphere. Uh, Lions fans are hungry, you can tell. They're horny. Place was packed. Couldn't find a seat. We literally had only staying room only. Ah, getting me going here. But yeah, that's NHL preview. <laughs> Any last words on NHL this year? Max. Uh, no, I'm excited. Just uh, like Dylan said, haven't been to the Rogues game in a while. Love to go back. So, yep. Sam? Yeah, I, I'm hoping it will be a better year, a little bit more fun to watch. But as I hope the Rogues do well so they keep playing on ESPN Plus and I can watch them. Yep. And I hope Dylan Larkin wins MVP. That's all I have to say. All right. Um, let's do our final segment, uh, Serenity Now. 
Serenity Now is now sponsored by Stadium Designs. Pay $10 like Sean's going to do tonight. Hop on, be our celebrity Serenity Now speaker, and receive an LTS shirt of your choice. Designed by Stadium Designs. Sean's not honey, hopping on. He's He wrote in, he texted in, he said he couldn't make it on, but he wanted to still do it, so he said that's fine. So, Sean from Huntington, Indiana. Hey guys, happy fall. I have enjoyed the podcast, especially like the picks you're now doing. It's definitely a vibe. But anyways, I just wanted to give my thoughts on fall weddings. Oh, they should be banned. Hmm. I was just at a wedding outside of the Indianapolis area this weekend and missed one of the best college football games of the year. My Yellow Jackets beat Miami. Damn, Sam. Sounds familiar. I'm all for still maintaining a little bit of fun couple stuff around, but an event like a wedding should be outlawed during football season. Not only are you ruining your own football Saturday, but you're open to giving a big old middle finger to all of your guests by saying, nope, all eyes on us, and no football for you. Even though my point of view is positive vibes only, I have to say, fall weddings equal no fun. Surrounding now, boys. Surrounding now. Nice, Sean. I agree. Uh, I mean, I haven't been the only one I've been to is Sam's and uh, <laughs> Travis Simmons. <laughs> Brandon, <laughs> never mind. But those were during football. Late summer, early fall. <laughs> yeah. So had a couple fall weddings. Nothing wrong with putting putting the game on your phone, putting it leaning it up against that center arrangement on your table. Have a couple guys group around you. Free drinks. It works. All right, I agree. With you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it it sounded. Where was your wedding, Sam? Indiana. Not near there, though. Was Sean at the same wedding? I don't know. Was Sean? He might have been. <laughs> might have been. Might have been. All right. Well, good stuff, Sean. Thanks for writing in. The lightning just scored a penalty shot while we were on air. Um. All right, guys. Good episode. That was episode fifty-six of Legally Teaching Engineer Sports. Hey, hey, hockey town. Our quote comes from Myra Lemieux, a former Penguin. Sam. Every day is a great day for hockey. That's all for episode 56. What's our POV, Max? PVO. Shout out to all of our great heroic listeners. Thanks, guys. <laughs> you don't have to cry, but I I'm just going to let it play. Where'd he born? born. South Detroit! <laughs>